Welcome to Nebraska Farmcast, a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I'm Ryan Evans. The second week of February brought the largest amount of live cattle delivery notifications in the last four years, causing an abrupt and sharp basis correction. To discuss live cattle delivery and its impact on basis, especially as it applies to Nebraska, is the author of a new article on the subject published recently on farm.unl.edu. Dr. Elliot Dennis is an assistant professor and livestock marketing economist in the Department of Agricultural Economics here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Elliot, thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Yeah, and you write that live cattle future contracts are one of only three commodities offered by the Chicago Mercantile Exchange where physical deliveries can occur. So can you start us off by explaining the role of the CME between buyers and sellers and how physical delivery of cattle plays a role in that? Yeah, so the uh, CME or the Chicago Mercantile Exchange was really set up to facilitate um, a location where buyers and sellers could come together and without having to negotiate on the specifications of delivery and rather just what they negotiate is on price. And so uh, historically, all commodities were physically delivered. But over time, the CME has moved towards what they called cash settled delivery or cash settled indexes. Uh, So for example, the feeder cattle uh, contract transitioned to an index in 1986. The lean hogs transitioned to a cash settled index in 1997. And the live cattle futures market has has really stayed with the physical delivery and and there's a lot of just people who really value the the value of delivery and being able to impact the market and specifically basis so can you talk about how common live cattle delivery is today and its relationship to basis yeah so uh live cattle delivery tends to be pretty cyclical and it mainly occurs in in certain months so one of the primary months that we see it is in october and and occasionally in february Um, but really uh, we've had four or five times when live cattle delivery has been uh, there's been a lot of activity there so really we're talking about the fall of 2012 the spring of 2013 and uh, fall of 2015 was also pretty volatile. And then recently in February of 2021, we saw a lot of action. But as we watch it over time, since really since 2010, live cattle delivery has uh, declined rather rapidly. Um, and so when we look at the total number of deliveries that have actually occurred, and it, it seems quite large, but those happen in chunks. And most of that happened back in 2020. 2012 and 2013. And in your article that's posted to farm.unl.edu, you break down physical delivery here in Nebraska, where there are five live cattle delivery locations approved by the CME. So what is notable about the overall picture for the state here when it comes to deliveries? Yeah, in Nebraska is one of the unique places where uh, there is a large incentive for producers to deliver on a carcass delivery. Um, And so when we look at, uh, there's five locations that are approved for CME delivery. There's Burwell, there's Kearney, Lexington, Ogallala, and West Point. And um, 
what we see is that there is a preference towards carcass in certain locations. For example, West Point, almost all of the deliveries that have happened in the last 10 years have been carcass-based. And then we see some um, other locations that favor more live cattle uh, or live delivery, which is Kearney. I mean, about 80 to 85% of all deliveries in Kearney were on a live cattle basis. Um, and that really is a little bit different than most of the other locations in in the U.S. When we look at places like uh, uh, Kansas, for instance, almost all of the animals that are delivered in Kansas are, are live cattle delivery. And overall, in Nebraska, um, the live cattle delivery in, in Nebraska is not very large. So, and in fact, it's the fourth... Uh, the fourth largest, so second from the fewest, uh, the people who utilize uh, cattle delivery the most is the uh, South Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota region, followed by Kansas, and then the Texahoma region, um, and so, and then, then Nebraska, then Colorado. So even though we have a, um, a lot of delivery points, uh, people in Nebraska don't tend to use live cattle delivery uh, compared to other locations. And can you speak a little bit about the delivery specifications and any updates or changes to those this year that we've seen? Yeah, so historically steers weighing less than uh, 1,050 pounds or greater than 1,550 pounds were not eligible to be delivered. Um, and steers weighing between 1,500 and 1,550 pounds were deliverable, but um, at a discount really set by the 900 to 1,000 pound carcass discount set by uh, USDA. Um, further, uh, cattle in, in the past were subject to the CME specifications for the contract, which was 65% uh, choice, 35% select, and, and they all had to be uh, the average of yield grade three. Um, in Last year, the CME announced some new changes to the live cattle futures contract and, in addition, the delivery specifications. And it's important to note that these delivery specifications took effect in January or February of 2021. Um, and really what this, this states is that steers, specifically, can be delivered now up to 1,500 pounds. And then they expanded the weight limit on the upper end, then steers weighing between 1,500 and 1,575 are deliverable, but they are subject to a discount. And then they allowed carcass delivery from 1575 to 1600, um, but also subject to a, a discount. And all of these discounts are taken from USDA's publicly available report, um, LMCT 169. Um, it's also important to note that uh, the live cattle futures contract specifications did change. Uh, which require cattle to grade 70% choice, 30% select, and all average yield grade three. Um, no changes to the heifers for delivery. Um, I just think it's important to note that, that these specifications really benefit Nebraska because we tend to feed cattle a little bit heavier here, um, and the cattle tend to grade a lot, um, a lot higher than 70% choice for most lots. And so the ability for us to uh, kind of deliver on contracts 
is is more favorable than it has been in the past. So how would you end up characterizing the strengths and the weaknesses of the stockyard delivery system today? Um, yeah, so some of the things that's that one of the reasons why people actually like the live cattle delivery system is because it's a process that's easily understood by both feeders and risk managers. And it also explicitly details how cattle delivery will occur. And it's really easy to see, uh, you know, the cattle feeders, the short, they say, I'm going to deliver cattle. Then the long, who has bought the contract in Chicago, they have to decide whether they want to take physical delivery or not. If they do, what happens is they have to liquidate their position, um, which and then cattle come off the market and both of those actions simultaneously working works to bring basis uh, more positive or strengthen. So people are able to see, yes, I see longs coming off the board. I see physical cattle leaving the market and they can actually see the basis, basis movement. But there are some drawbacks to, to having those uh, strengths or, or benefits into the system. And, a lot of that just has to do with the delivery capacity, um, some of the logistics being really cumbersome. When you go through everything that needs to happen in order for cattle to be delivered, it's quite it's quite intensive. Um, and in fact, uh, when you when you look at you know the the risk of cattle even not making the delivery specifications is quite large. So yes, we can have the delivery system that allows for us to see basis move when deliveries actually happen or even the intent. But we also kind of struggle with this cumbersome ability to um, actually deliver cattle. So really where we move from from here forward really is left up to the, to the industry participants about whether we want to keep uh, a live cattle delivery system in place for live cattle contracts at CME or if they want to move something towards a more cash settled index like the feeder cattle industry is. Well, Dr. Elliot Dennis is an assistant professor and livestock marketing economist in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. If you would like to read more about this subject, he's recently published an article called Live Cattle Delivery in Nebraska and Its Impact on Basis. You can find that on our Farm and Ranch Management website, farm.unl.edu. Elliot, thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Ryan. This has been Nebraska Farmcast, a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For decision-making tools, articles, podcasts, videos, and more, visit us online at farm.unl.edu.